Grave Station presents... The search for Apex Airlines Flight 6507 enters its third week as recovery teams from the Navy and Coast Guard deploy divers, radar, and other methods in hopes of recovering any evidence of the missing... 134 lives were lost. We'll put coffee on for you. Morning, Steve. Morning, Nate. You staying dry? Shit, trying to. It's raining something else. Warren, got you out making deliveries like this? You're my only one. Just sign right there for me, and then I can get back to filing until the next batch of discovery comes in. There you go. Wait. Is this it? That's the only thing he gave me. Have a good one. You too? It's an awful thin case file for an enemy of the state, Warren. Dr. Meadows, Let's see what you have to say. I evaluated Mr. Sims on November 15th, found him to be in a state of mental duress. Erratic breathing, people's constricted, pulse was above normal, his blood pressure was elevated, and he was initially unable to recall simple information, the date, his location, etc. I administered 10 cc's of plenazepam intravenously with no apparent effect and subsequently prescribed 10 milligrams of lithium twice a day. Though he refuses to respond verbally, Mr. Sims does seem to understand the gravity of the charges levied against him, and therefore I see no reason why he would not be able to stand trial. Doctor, how do you know he understands you if he's gone nonverbal? This is Nate Barnes, lead investigator for Counsel Warren Hirsch. It is... November 18th, 2018, 8.26 a.m. Recording of preliminary findings and observations in the United States v. Jacob Sims. First impressions. Warren, I don't even know what the hell I'm looking at. There's nothing here. I mean, there's something here, but there's nothing here. No depositions, no interrogatories, and God forbid any actual evidence. And this doctor... Did he even pull Sims' medical history before prescribing him meds? Where's his clinical write-up? I'll see what I can find on him. Which leaves a transcript from air traffic control out of Atlanta International on October 28th. An affidavit from the Office of U.S. Naval Intelligence stating that on that same day, a number of their encrypted communications frequencies were compromised by a broadcast signal heretofore unknown or undetected by intelligence analysts. And this report, courtesy of or at least signed by Special Agent Terrence Rhodes, the agent in charge of the FBI's South Carolina field office, is the vaguest police report I've ever seen. According to him, the raid took place at 4.15 a.m. Previously, we thought one FBI-FAA Joint Terrorism Task Force with an assist from a group of Harpersville's finest. They've been surveilling him for three days. Don't see any FBI surveillance reports in here. I'm sure those are still sealed. I know you're probably working on that. Report says the task force began looking at Sims after confirming triangulation data with multiple intelligence agencies in this company IM sat. But this affidavit shows naval intelligence analysts at least weren't able to triangulate a location until November 6th, nearly a week after his arrest. So how'd the task force know where to look? 
Warren, I'm just having a little trouble following. What is the plane's disappearance in the middle of the ocean have to do with a kid in the middle of nowhere, hundreds of miles away? Maybe I'm just not that smart. You make hardly any mention of Sims's friend Chris McNeil other than to say whereabouts unknown. News made it out like he was a person of interest, but this report was written to make it look like they already got their man. Task force seizure included Jesus, a small arsenal. Four modified ARs, two Glocks, four tactical shotguns, over 100 boxes of ammo. A laptop, external hard drives containing a number of 3D files for the printing of 3D polymer weapons. And scanned images of U.S. government materials, which were determined to be classified top secret. Jacob, what'd you get yourself into? Yeah, I'm not in over my head at all. Now available in orange, lime, and dark shade. Could a serial killer be targeting truck drivers? One Harbors County investigator says yes, and he's got the evidence to prove it. Find out more. You want real Texas meat? Cook your way. Sell seven ways to... I know y'all like to smoke now. Me too. Hilarious new comedy coming Thursdays this Wait fall. A On hard day, I tell you, there ain't nothing I want more than a bowl full of flavor and smooth draw of a Van Doren cigarette. What? Van Doren proprietary blend of gold Virginia leaf cured by the light of God's own sunshine, rich spice barley, and just a hint of Turkish should offer a much needed respite from the stress of the modern working man. Don't be fooled by imitators now. Each and every Van Doren cigarette is made with the same tender loving care as the first one my daddy boxed up back in 1885. So go on, have yourself a smoke, son. I reckon I'll join you. What the hell is that? Hi, this is Nathan Barnes. I'm an investigator for Warren Hirsch, uh, the attorney representing Jacob Sims. I was wondering if I could ask you a couple questions. Hello? Hi, this is Nathan Barnes. Uh, I'm an investigator for Warren Hirsch, the attorney representing... Okay. Thank you for calling Harper County Electric Co-op head office. My name is Sandy. Now how can I assist y'all? Hi, this is Nate Barnes. I was wondering if I could speak with Terrence Callahan. And what is this regarding, sir? I really just wanted to ask him a few questions about a former employee who worked in the region he supervises, uh, Jacob Sims. Oh. Right. One moment. All right. Mr. Callahan is in the field and uh, unavailable at the moment, but if you leave me your card, I'll make sure he gets it and can call you back. And when did you expect him back? I'm not sure, sir. If you don't have a business card, would you like to leave your name and number? No, that's fine. I'll, I'll just try back later. Thank you.
There's probably some things I'm missing, Warren. Sims' father's whereabouts are unknown. His mother passed away two years ago, so we inherited the family property. Shortly thereafter, he lets his buddy move in. Fast forward to a year later, one of them's on trial for domestic terrorism, the other's in the wind. I'm interviewing him tomorrow, County Holden, but if you've got time around uh, 4.30, I might have more to say after I've talked to him. I'll keep you updated.